So today we're going to look at Malaysian Christian Talks, which is a YouTube channel of two Malaysian Christians talking. Malaysian Christian Talks, ma. These are the same guys behind Malaysian Christian Memes, a popular Instagram page among youths with that same humor, but also that same passion for the gospel. Well, seriously, man, every episode was so one hour long. All cheem topics are more. But I get it. You know, these guys are really serious Bible thinkers, really serious Bible teachers. Okay, okay, this <laughs> I found the shortest one. Only 19 minutes on the creeds. Ayo, incredible church. <laughs> that is incredibly corny. I'm your host, Kenneth. Joining me tonight is Adriel Teo. So here are the founders. It's Kenneth and Adriel Teo, two young guys I met for the first time recently back in Malaysia. They're as corny in real life. What you see is what you get. Why are we doing this now? Why creeds though? Creeds basically um, are a teaching tool, number one, for Christians to know that Hey, these are the core beliefs of Christianity. It can actually then also be used as a buffer against false teachings. So why learn the creeds? So that you can tell truth from untruth, you know, truth from falsehood. And you find lots of that on YouTube. Can you tell the difference? But truth be told, right, honestly, I would have actually preferred to go for the uh, Nicene or Constantinopolitan Creed because that is just so detailed, but I think that would be too many episodes. <laughs> so, uh, from the Apostles' Creed, Every other creed was actually basically uh, building up on that. So mm. I thought, we thought, let's just go back to the base. Let's go back to the very earliest. Why got so many creeds on? <laughs> Some of this is supposed to be the simplest one. It's like in the mama stall, you know, you got roti telur, roti pisang, roti banjir. This is roti kosong. And the foundation for all the other rotis. The Apostles' Creed is the foundation for all the other creeds. The most common way to break down the Apostles' Creed is basically to look at the I believe, like what you said. So the first one, as you mentioned, is I believe in God the Father Almighty. Hmm, I, I think I need to Google this Apostles' Creed. Huyo, terra mera, man. You know, you can even listen to it in Latin. Credo in Deum Patrem Omnipotentem, Creatorem Celi et Terrae. The Apostles' Creed has already given the bare basics of what majority Christians hold on to as orthodoxy. If you do not, if you believe something out of the Apostles' Creed, uh, it is something to have a Something to check about, lah, let's see. Or to Correct, check ourselves. Yeah. yeah. At the very and, least, raise the alarm bells, yeah. Sure, yes. Right? Uh, if, if someone says like, oh, I don't believe God is a father, alarm bell rang. Ah, so if someone does not believe this creed, does not believe that God is father, your creed alarm should be ringing. How come my creed alarm sounds like a duck? Quite a lot of us have been uh, approached by people uh, from certain groups. We won't say any names here. After some digging through, after talking to them, we found that their beliefs were quite sus. Oi! <laughs> this happened to me today. I got DM from someone asking me to join their cult Bible study. But seriously, these guys are super not shy reaching out to Christians and inviting them to come and join their groups. You need to be very careful. Have a look at this post by Malaysia Gospel to find out more. If a church doesn't have any of these things written down, and it becomes even more frustrating if, a ch if the church members are asking, what do we actually believe? And then right. it all depends on the personality of one pastor to explain it all to you. Mm. And because why? Nothing was written down. So the, the lead pastor has to be the one that responds and that's where it gets a bit very iffy for me. Yeah. And I wholeheartedly agree with you because I too um, would personally prefer a church to be confessional. 
to like at least say, hey, these are the standards that we hold ourselves to. So it's important for churches to know this. It's important for Christians to know this as well. To know what? To know what we believe in. And you cannot use that number one excuse that everyone uses. Go and ask my pastor. <laughs> Your pastor will say, I ask you back. I think with this uh, topic here actually reminded me of a quote by R.T. Sproul. What? R.C. Sproul? What is that? All the big guns come out, man. Somebody asked him, you know, do you have to believe in the doctrine of justification by faith alone in order to be saved? I like his answer personally because what he says is that the very thing that would destroy the notion that you have to believe in the doctrine of justification by faith alone in order to be saved is the doctrine of justification by faith alone. The very thing that will destroy the notion is the doctrine by faith alone. Say what? <laughs> Reading out the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. So check these guys out on Instagram, on YouTube, on Spotify, Malaysian Christian Talks or Malaysian Christian Memes. These two guys are just so encouraging to me. I think very, very faithful as well. So thank you guys for making this content, for encouraging us to remain faithful in the gospel. Faith alone says that you do not have to believe in that doctrine in order to be saved because it is by faith alone, not faith plus doctrines. Say what? <laughs> Ha 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 ha.